0: Which offer are you finding most attractive right now that you've got like on the table? Well, you'd like to see if I'm I'm understanding right, you're okay for someone to take over your loan and then bring about 50,000 in cash to the table. If I were to write up an offer and be willing to close pretty quick, is this something you wanna move forward with? Welcome to a new video series where I'm gonna show you how to wholesale a house from start to finish. On this part one video, get ready to look over my shoulder and watch me negotiate and secure a subject to deal live on a nice brick house in Texas. Now, when I talked to the seller, he already had multiple offers from other investors, yet I got the deal without having to pay more. So this is a video you don't wanna miss. But first, if you're new here, I'm Jerry Norton. I make millions of dollars a year wholesaling and flipping houses, and here on my YouTube channel, I show you how to do the same. So if you wanna be a flipping genius like me and live your dream life, subscribe to my channel and watch my videos. Before we cut to the live call with the seller, let me give some context to the situation, and then I have a homework assignment for you. Now this is a private seller in pre-foreclosure who has about 45 days until the foreclosure auction. That means there are back payments or arrears that need caught up, or what is called reinstated with the lender. And not only is he a super nice guy, he's probably the savviest pre-foreclosure seller I have ever met. He knew the value of his home, he knew he didn't have much equity, He knew the best option this late in the game was to sell his home using a creative financing strategy called Subject 2, where an investor would take over his loan. He knew his loan was very appealing to investors with a fixed 2.8% interest rate. He also understood how reinstatement worked, as well as the foreclosure process and timeline. He knew how to negotiate getting cash for his equity. He also was proactive and had already received five offers from other investors, so he had a lot of options. He also was attempting to do a loan modification with his lender and was really hoping he could keep the property. On top of all of that, there is a second position solar panel loan that adds another layer of complication to the deal. Now, as you'll see in a minute, he was willing to share with me his other offers, and I created a custom offer that solved his biggest concern that no one else offered that allowed me to get the deal without having to pay more than the other offers on the table. So here's your homework assignment. I want you to dissect this call as you listen, pause and make a list of all of the questions I ask him and how I position myself as someone trying to help him make the best decision for his situation. Watch for my tonality, how I pause at times, how I listen and try to understand him. See if you can identify why I was someone he felt he could trust, especially watch for what I do to solve his biggest concern. Then I want you to compile your notes about why you think he decided to go with me over everyone else and leave a comment with your findings. Look, this is how you get better at talking to sellers, better at building relationships of trust, better at negotiating and winning deals, better at finding solutions and solving problems. So don't skip this assignment. Okay, let's cut to the call. Martin, is this... Yes. Calling you about your property on... Yes. Great. Do you have a minute? We could talk about that?
1: Sure. Sure.
0: Okay, maybe tell me what you're hoping to do.
1: Um, well, what I'm trying to do is uh, get my pretty much just get my equity uh, out of the house. So my payoff and everything is about two fifty. The house is appraised around three hundred thousand, so it's about a fifty thousand uh, dollar difference there. So I'm I was hoping to get my equity out of the house and I just just kind of let it go from there. I figured you guys can get y'all's money back considering the interest rate how it's so low but the only thing about that is I do have solar panels as well so that's where it's been a little tricky for some people
0: are the yeah, solar panels um financed or how how's that work yes. okay
1: yes they're, they're financed yeah
0: yeah they're,
1: they're a second lien obviously
0: do you know the monthly and the balance and stuff
1: yeah the monthly payments are about uh, 238 and then uh, my PIGI for my my mortgage is uh 1640.
0: Sixteen forty. Okay.
1: And then uh, I kind of already done my due diligence. Like I said, the house appraises for about three hundred thousand. Two fifty on the house. Um,
0: and the two fifty would include—that's including the arrears of like twenty four thousand or so.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I've got a copy of your statement. So it's showing about two twenty five as a balance. And then about 25 in behind in arrears.
1: Correct. So total, total, I got the total. It's about 248 and change, but I just like to round up to like 250, you know, that, but that'll, that's all included with the mortgage payoff as well as the reinstatement for, for the arrears. Yeah. So it's about 250 on that end.
0: Is it vacant right now or are you in there?
1: No, I'm still in
0: here. Okay. I'm still in here. Okay. And you would be able to move out by closing? Yes, I, I can Okay yeah I'm looking right now like I looked up the neighborhood there in the past six months there's been three sold homes that are pretty much identical everything in there's kind of pretty much the same there's one that sold for three hundred three ten and then I don't know if you saw this one but this might be your neighbor that just sold for two seventy five like literally two three weeks ago you're probably pretty fair there around that three hundred number I'll just shoot straight with you if you don't mind The challenge is is as an investor, you always wanna buy and have equity when you buy, right? So buy low enough to where you've got some equity. Now, if you're open to do creative finance, then maybe that makes sense, right? So come in, take over the loan, then I don't have to raise as much money, not as much capital outlay. But if I'm bringing 50,000, it'd be 25 would pay arrears, 25 to you. That that might be a little tight to, to make sense to be paying full retail, Especially with that solar going on there. Yeah. Sure. So that's all. Do you know how long you have? Like, what's your window look like for the foreclosure?
1: Uh, I mean, it's March 5th, I think, is a sell date, but uh, I'm also doing some, uh, some road modification stuff too. So, so, okay. Uh,
0: that's kind of like my last resort. If that thing kicks in
1: before, then I'm, I'm probably going to keep the house myself and I'll probably use it as one of my own investments.
0: I see. Um, rent, yeah.
1: Not, I just rent it out. Yeah. But if it doesn't, if it's taking a while and it's not, it doesn't kick in in time, then yeah, I'll, I'll try, to, mm. try to go the other route.
0: Yeah. That's great. You're being proactive because if they'll do a loan mod and you can keep it, then that's great. You've got it currently right now on Zillow. Yeah, I do. As I a buy owner. Them. Yes. Have you had much interest on that? Mainly, realtors obviously yeah. want to list it for me. I have a couple other of other offers from investors.
1: They're willing to come in and give you the twenty five and all that. So I'm just right now. I'm just entertaining uh, different different offers right now.
0: Mm. So okay.
1: Hopefully, I can make a decision here, maybe by next week sometime. Okay. So
0: that's what I'm at. so well. You'd like to see if I am, if I'm understanding right. You're okay for someone to take over your loan and then bring about fifty thousand in cash to the table. That would be twenty five to pay back the back payments, and then twenty five to you. Is that my understanding that correctly?
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Tell me one more time how that solar works. So there's there's a principal balance owed, and then a monthly payment, right?
1: The payments are two thirty eight.
0: Two hundred and thirty eight a month.
1: And then uh, the balance, uh, the total amount due is like forty. I think it's like forty seven thousand.
0: Forty seven thousand. How many years is on the loan?
1: It's for 25 years. What am I, uh, three years in? So I think you still have like 22 years left.
0: Okay. What's your electric bill now?
1: My last electric bill was like 25 bucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was
1: pretty good. That's
0: pretty cool, huh? Oh, yeah. What were you paying average?
1: Uh, uh, It was about the same. It was about the same.
0: That's the good argument to make would be, you know, you got that additional payment, but at the same time, you just wiped out your electric bill.
1: Exactly. It's pretty much the same payment. My plan wasn't to uh, to sell. Uh, you know, I went, <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to keep my house, so that's why I went with solar panels. But yeah, some things happened; it got a little rough for me last year, and uh, I just have to do this right now. Do I'm fine with the hard reset.
0: I gotta commend you. You know, you're you're taking action to try to solve the issue. <clears throat> you know, instead of postponing it, you're you're being proactive about it. So that's great.
1: Yes, I have to.
0: <laughs> Would you say that the condition is is reflective of the pictures on Zillow?
1: Oh yeah, like I said, it's a two story and I'm the only one living here, so.
0: The way I kind of look at it is mm-hmm. I really try to stay and most investors are kind of there like around 10% in cash of the total purchase. So are you um, are you pretty set on that cash to you at closing? Like just tell me where you're at with things. If, if I did that, would you be ready to go where you could do the deal? I just don't want to waste your time or my time
1: no, yeah, most definitely. Um I, I get all that, but I definitely want to try to uh get that amount and I mean I'm pretty sold on the deal if it's if we can work.
0: Okay. It. Another solution that we do sometimes would be to do a second position loan to finance some of the equity. Do you know how that would work?
1: And then y'all would just make payments to me?
0: Yeah, exactly. What it would do is it would be like, let's just say I gave you 15000 instead of 25000 Then we could make it another 15000 So give you a little bit more. And then that remaining 15000 becomes a just a second position lien. So it records as a lien. And then whenever I sell or refinance, then that would be due in full. And sometimes that's an attractive way to still get the higher number. You just don't get all the cash today. You wait to get some of it. Putting that out there is another option that's pretty common.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard that before, too. Okay. I won't give you nothing down, but I'll give you payments uh, over over this amount of time. Or, I'll, you know, I can give you half half now and then yep. the other half in payments. So, yeah, I've yep. definitely heard all that.
0: That's great. Well, it's really awesome to talk to you that you understand some of that. You know, some people, it's like a brand new idea, so it takes a little bit of explaining. But it sounds like you got it. On that 25 that you'd like to see in cash is there a scenario where some of that being financed would be an option for you?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not a deal breaker for me, but it's definitely, uh, not my first option either. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm, tr- I'm just trying to think cause, um, I do, like I said, I, I do have, you know, other offers and stuff
0: and I'm just trying to figure out which is the best route for me to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which offer are you finding most attractive right now that you've got like on the table?
1: So, what I have right now is um, fifty five thousand entry fee, twenty five goes to the arrears, and thirty thousand comes to me at closing. And uh, they're willing to do that, just all at front, like all at closing. Hmm. Okay. I have that offer, and then I'll, I have a similar offer with the, the twenty five thousand at closing. And then I have a twenty thousand offer, and then I have a couple other ones that are like I'll give you. 10% down
0: and the rest in payments. And so, you know, I have all these other, all these different scenarios.
1: Like yeah. So I'm just trying to really sit down and wrap my brain around. What would I be okay with? Because I'm just trying to get rid of some debt. I'm trying to have some money to move into another property or
0: something, mm-hmm.
1: you know, trying to have a good exit strategy, you know?
0: Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, uh, obviously the most appealing one is that first one with a 30K. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, was all of that thirty k to go to you, meaning that there would be closing fees still on top of that, or did some of that go to closing fees?
1: No, that was uh, straight to me. Okay, they, they would cover the closing costs, and then like I guess uh, what, what they called it, the uh, like the transaction coordinator.
0: Yeah, yeah. So usually there's going to be something like this. There's probably twenty five hundred to thirty five hundred dollars in closing fees, and then. The transaction coordinator might be like another thousand bucks. So usually you're you're looking at like three four thousand in fees at closing. Do you know what the market rents are there in that neighborhood?
1: I also did that due diligence as well. Great. Um, Two thousand to like twenty two hundred, and the reason the twenty two hundred is up there as well is because I'm also factoring in the uh, the solar panels. You know.
0: Oh yeah, that'll get a higher rent because they they won't have an electric bill.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's where I'm at with that. It's 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 anywhere from two thousand. To twenty uh,
0: two hundred a month. Okay. For sure. I think I could match that. I'd have to really feel good about taking over the solar because technically you're adding that balance onto your value, your principal. So you're adding another forty seven thousand dollars. So you'd have to be really okay to inherit that cost.
1: Because I did list it a while back as well, like with the realtor, and I was getting a lot traction. Right. Like mm-hmm. They were interested, but as soon as I brought up the solar panels, they were like, ah. Okay, well, let's see, and then they would end up backing out because mm-hmm. of it. So I get how that can be a little not so appealing, I guess. But
0: it is transferable, though, right?
1: Yes, sir. I already double checked with them. Okay. Company, and they said it's a uh, it's assumable. Whoever's going to be buying the mm-hmm. can transfer it into their name, or I pay them off. So those are my two options.
0: Gotcha. Which they all make them that way because they know you might sell. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
1: that, so I think it's pretty pretty. pretty
0: yeah, pretty cool. normal. If I were to write up an offer and be willing to close pretty quick, is this something you want to move forward with? What I would do is I would probably just ask for a few days of due diligence just so that I can get my head around that solar and make sure that that's not going to be an issue for me. What we could do is I don't want to spend the time on it if we don't have you know a contract in place or an agreement in place. So if we got an agreement in place, I would just probably just put a few days of due diligence on there so that I could look into that solar a little bit more, you know, and then as long as that checked out, then we would just proceed to closing. And then at closing, I would come with the cash. We'd get that final payoff, like right before closing, get the behind stuff all caught up. And then we just take over that loan. We take full responsibility for everything. And then that difference in cash would be to you at closing.
1: But no, that's fine. Do your due diligence and everything. Like I said, I'm still here. I do have other offers. Like I mentioned, I'm not in a rush, but I kind of, I kind of am, if that makes sense.
0: (laughs) Well, if you've got a March sale for the auction, I wouldn't push it too long because a buyer's going to want about 30 days to close. Right. So you kind of need to think about it more like you want to lock up your buyer 30 days before that date so you don't make it too hard for somebody if the loan mod doesn't come through.
1: If I'm being completely honest, I'm hoping that loan mod comes through pretty soon because I would much rather, you know, love to keep it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. When did you say your sale date was, your auction?
1: March 5th.
0: I mean, my recommendation would be, it's the 19th. I don't think you want to push much past February.
1: Yeah, not at all. That's what I was saying. I want to really hear kind of all offers and go over it this weekend.
0: One thing I could do, if it be helpful, would be like, if you sign with me, we can put a contingency in there that if your loan mod comes through by February 5th, let's say, then we can terminate the contract. Then you could just keep it because it it came through. If it's after February 5th, then what's going to happen is if you call back everybody interested, the closer to that date, the harder it's going to be for somebody to be ready and funds and closing all set up and all that. People are going to rescind their offers and want a better deal. I had one one time where they called called me on Friday and their auction was on Monday. You're out of options by then because now you're just trying to save a foreclosure from your record, which you definitely don't want that. So that's something, too, that I could do if that's helpful. By doing that, here's why I think that's a good idea. You're like, okay, I got a buyer, so I'm ready to go. I got a buyer. And if my loan mod comes through, then great, I can do that instead. But now you can have some peace of mind that you're not pushing too tight to your deadline and stressing out at the last minute about it.
1: Right. Okay. Well, um, like I said, um, that that sounds great if you want to do your due diligence and all that and maybe send me over like uh, some type of uh, maybe email or text message with the terms and um, offer, I guess, and then we can kind of, I guess, go from there.
0: Um, Yeah, typically what I prefer to do would be, we agree on the terms, I I write it up and I send it to you when we're ready to like execute because I'm not saying you would do this, but oftentimes what'll happen is I'll I'll make an offer and then they'll take it to just shop everybody else Got
1: you. I got plenty of offers, and I don't even say nothing either, though you know. And I'm like, oh, I have other offers, and you know, of course, they try to try to get you to talk, but I'm, you know, I'm just being upfront. So
0: yeah, you seem very transparent. I appreciate that. And I don't want to spend the time to write up an offer and then, you know, I just sits on a pile. You know, like if you're ready to go with those contingencies, you know, like a contingency that if your loan mod comes through, you can terminate the agreement. I want you to do what's best for you. So if keeping the property and doing a loan mod is best for you, definitely do that. I want you to do what's the right thing.
1: So let's say if I do uh, go on contract with you and all that and that does come in, I'm good to go, right? Because I don't want to like... He's stuck to be like, hey, man, well, we already signed this, so we got to get
0: it No, no, now. that's what I mean. We'll write in the agreement that if your loan mod comes through, then this this agreement is is null and void.
1: That's what I'm worried about because, you know, I don't want to have to deal with anything like that. No, stuff,
0: anyway. no, it'll be right in there. So there'll be no argument. Wait, I mean, I would like open escrow and start the title process, but we'll make sure it's clear to them. Hey, there's a contingency here and the contingencies in the agreement in writing that says... If your loan mod approval goes through by, let's, you know, we pick a date, February 5th or whatever date you feel comfortable about, then this contract is null and void. And then we would just, it would just terminate. Okay. And then you go forward with your loan mod. Whether you do it with me or not, I think that's a smart move because now you got a plan A and a plan B and you're sitting in a good spot.
1: Right, exactly.
0: You're not pushing too close to that deadline where now you limit your options. You just don't want to limit your options while you can. Right. It would be totally in the agreement and it would be enforceable because it's written in the agreement.
1: Okay. Yeah, I just want to make sure because, you know, I don't... You know, at the end of the day, like, I, I get you guys are trying to do what you guys do, but obviously I want to do what's best for me as well, right? So
0: Yeah, that's why, for, I mean, for us, honestly, I've been doing this for 20 years, and I never want to put a seller in a situation that's not the best thing for them. Because, you know, like, when you win, I win, and I think that's how it should be. You know, I'm looking at it as an investment, so clearly I want to do a good deal and something that makes money and all that. But at the same time, if you can sell it for more or you can figure out how to keep it or whatever other options you have, I'm totally supportive of that, too. Right, right. You've been there a long time?
1: Yeah, man. Uh, Born and raised. Born and raised here. So, yeah. Good for you.
0: Good for you. Are you going to stay close by when you um, if you move on?
1: Yeah, I would like to stay in the city. So I mean, I, I haven't really had any interest to go anywhere else. It's
0: a pretty city. I love all the things they've done downtown.
1: Yeah, I just don't want it to grow too much to where it's like Houston or mm-hmm. something crazy. But yeah, um...
0: if I wrote this up and and we sent it over, it'll be like a like a docu sign. You know, you know, we can go over it and everything and make sure you're comfortable with it. But we would include that contingency that terminates the contract. If you get your loan modification, we'll, I think we'll want to put a date on there. I don't want to have everything set up to do it. And then at the last minute you don't. So I think if we have just a a window of time and you don't want to do that either, you don't want to wait to the last minute to see if it. So if you're okay with that, we could put that in there and then we, you could at least have the peace of mind that you've got a buyer lined up if the mod loan mod doesn't come in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because um, that's that's what I would I would like to do, right? If it does come through, everything works. I want to keep the property. If not, I mean, hey, like you said, I got I got a buyer, plan B and we'll we'll go through with it with the deal, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's where I'm at with it. If, if, if you're if you're good with it, so.
0: Okay, well then I'm going to draft this up and get this over, and then let's take a look at it and let's let's move forward.
1: Okay. Sounds good, Jerry. I'll talk to you soon. I'm, I'm home all evening right now. So uh, whenever you want to call or text, I'm here.
0: Perfect. Okay. I hope you found this call helpful. I'm excited to see your big takeaways. Leave a comment and share with me why you think I got this deal over all the others. And finally, watch this next video where I take all of the information and do a detailed analysis as to why this is a good deal. I'll be using my creative financing calculator and show you the exact numbers. So watch that part two video now and I'll see you on the next video.